Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us on the stream tonight, thank you very much. Hello, wave, wave everyone, just wave. That's why they're here, wave. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much. If you're listening to us as well, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever platform or podcatcher you're deciding to listen to us on, thank you very much as well. You're joining us for the fourth, whatever it is, fourth uh, Bond-centric podcast. We're basically ranking all the Bond films. We Mm -hmm. smashed through Connery and we added in Lazenby there. We smashed through Roger Moore. We're smashing through Timothy. We smashed through Timothy Dalton and Pierce Brosnan. And we're now on to the final chapter, which is, of course, the Craig films. And we're going to be ranking them as well. And by the end of this podcast, we will have a fantastic definitive list of the best films, although not including No Time to Die, because none of us have seen that yet. So we can't actually rank it. So the four films from Craig that we're going to be ranking are, of course, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall and Spectre. I've, I've got a, um, I've got a very quick. Uh, I'm going to call it a Duncan dote, which is that I nearly went to see uh, mm-hmm. uh, No Time <laughs> to Die yesterday, but I didn't in the end because I'm not feeling great. There you go. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, I uh, my my equivalent of that is I might go and see it yeah. soon, but I might not. A, Duncan, any a, thoughts on this? These are brilliant stories. Uh, <laughs> I'm fascinated. I love these kind of tidbits. Go on, go on for the book. I'll have to start making some of these anecdotes up. Also, Tom, I'm I'm devastated to inform you, but your pose at the start was unseen by everybody because the, the title sequence say, was still I was doing there. this. <laughs> Looking like the most shit nice. Bond ever. Oh, he's just one of the Charlie's Angels. Yeah. So as we confidently said three episodes ago, this is the last one yes, of our Bond episodes. Oh, my one. God. <laughs> it has been exhaustive. It has been exhaustive. But I'll before take, we take. get into the meat of the potatoes, as they say, no one's ever said that, uh, let's just introduce ourselves very quickly. Russ, hello. Good evening. Duncan, hello. Good evening. Dan, hello. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Tom, I am so fucking sick of James Bond now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's all right, Dan. There's only one to go. And I, as Dan alluded to, am Tom. And don't forget that all the ladies want to be on D. So with that... <laughs> Bond. Bond. All the ladies, they want to be on who's, D. Who's D? Fucking hell. Be on D. They want to be on D. D. The D. Anyway... Never mind. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll draw you a Which one? Dan or Duncan? <laughs> no, neither of you two dirty bastards. Uh, right. Okay. So <laughs> introduction's done. The introduction is done. Uh, obviously, uh, listen back to the other podcasts. All of these are going up at the same time. So you can listen to them all in a massive, great big catalogue. You'll hear uh, little roundups at the end. But we are going to crack on. I mean, what? What are we going to do? What? Dan, what? We're just going to go straight in. In 2000 and I want to say six. Yes, 2006. Right? 2006, Fucking it was hell, confirmed that, was that um, Daniel Craig was taking over the Bond character from Pierce Brosnan after Pierce Brosnan had also said, I'm not going to be Bond anymore because I've done four films in the last one, even though it was a box office smash. It was really poorly received, so the, we need a bit of a refreshing up. And of course, boom, back to the silver screen with arguably one of the best Bond films uh, ever made. Daniel Craig starred as the rebooted character of James Bond in Casino Royale. But this was not the first time that Casino Royale had been made into a film. It had, in fact, in the 60s, been made into a spoof starring David Niven, 
as the old James Bond recruiting a new Bond to become the, the James Bond, which in that universe was a code name being given to a younger agent. And it was a spoof, as I said. This one, a gritty reimagining of uh, the uh, original very first James Bond novel, of course, Casino Royale. I think it's fucking brilliant. I'm going to open it up to the floor. What do we think? I think it's fucking brilliant. I, I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I think it's, it's fucking brilliant. There's a TV set. There was a TV series. This is the only one that's considered the official Bond Casino Royale. Mm. It's, oh yeah, the, the, the David Niven one is is ridiculous. It's it's less of a Bond than Never Say Never Again. They reinvented Bond. They made it into a modern action film, and yeah. it, they did it without having to give up anything of what makes James Bond, James Bond. It's still very much a James Bond film, yeah. but they turned it's it into awesome. a modern action film and it worked really, really well. This film it's is also, It's one of like the leanest films. There's mm. nothing extraneous to it. The plot is super simple. Yeah. Nothing's overindulged or dwelt on too long, even though like a good third of it is a fucking card game. Yeah. But it still manages to be exciting. Yeah. We discussed before whether that the, the meme of where they've uh, superimposed uh, a 40k battle in front of the chief <laughs> which which, yeah. which may have been more entertaining for for well, us but uh, these days it would be a D game wouldn't it yeah could it still be everyone would still uh, watch that yeah however of course what happens in this version of casino royale which i have to say doesn't diverge massively from the novel that it's based on. In fact, there's an oh, awful lot know. of there's an awful lot of things, set pieces, for example, that happen. You know, it's all based around this card game of lost money and a, a card game set up to win that money back, and Bond kind of interrupting and winning. But obviously, back then it was written in the context of the Cold War. You know, Lashif was a Smirsh agent. You know, a, a Soviet um, spy, if you like, sort of a financier for spies, mm. um, and. Uh, in this universe, obviously, this is the first of what would become the kind of quantum spectre as the big looming bad that sort of, you know, is orchestrating all these events. And, uh, you know, it's kind of been brought up to date. I think it leans heavily into the kind of gritty atmosphere that the Bourne films um, uh, were very good at doing. And also, you know, it was very sort of uh, in fashion at the time, like Batman was going through a very gritty reimagining as well. Uh, so it was leaning really heavily into that kind of um, he's, sort of in vogue way of doing it. He's the blunt instrument in this. He is. That's that's what they go through. Like you see, it starts off with with him uh, retelling his first kill before he makes his second kill, and the first kill is incredibly messy. Just this guy in a toilet, basically, th- just a massive punch up, throwing each other into urinals, essentially just making massive amounts of mess. It drowns him in a. Same. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Mm. and it's it's just it's completely different from anything we've really seen with bond before this mm. is it's... like he's throwing punches he's not he's not drinking his martini and then pulling a gun on someone and very cleverly doing anything he's as you say th- this is heavily inspired by the, the Bourne films and and the batman films that were around at the same time so yeah well it's also it opens like it's a film noir because it's all mm. like black and white, black and, white and it's a funny fun- story about that is it a funny story or is it a Duncan dope? <laughs> it's a funny story. Okay, um, cool. So, oh, I don't want it. I don't want to hear this. How is it going to go in the autobiography? <laughs> this is I, what the people came for. <laughs> when um, I, I worked, I worked in in a uh, a DVD retailer at the time, um, and we had so many. The day it came out, we had many people trying to bring it back because they were complaining that it was in black and white. 
and they had to kind of calibrate the color properly. Do they not watch past like the first ten minutes of the? No, movie? it's literally like four minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honest. So we had so we had like a handful of people bringing it back. Going, Apparently, that this must be a duff batch. And then we all went, "No way! It starts in black and white." So uh, yeah. But after that, what I love so much is that it has the iconic gun barrel moment, mm. which again has been reimagined. You know, oh the, he, he walks away from the dude, yeah. you know, who he thinks he's drowned. The guy suddenly reaches for his gun. Yeah. Craig spins really quickly. Yeah. Boom, bang. Yeah. That, the that's the first, gun. like, in media res gun barrel, mm. isn't it? It's yeah. not just a separate thing. It, it comes organically out of what he's doing. Yeah, and it's the... Um, really nicely done. Straight through the rifling, uh, and you can see, you know, it, it all happens. And then you get a really fantastic uh intro sequence with oh all the um God, yes. the the poker card suits and, and the cards flying around and him you know involved in some pretty nasty fights you know with like the, it was all done in it, like kind of white and black silhouettes wasn't it with like white splashes of white mm. as blood and black well, it was a splash like, fabulous they just used the 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 suits so if you if someone's spilling blood it's blood coming around the veins is always a heart it's yeah. always the hearts. It's not the diamonds. The diamonds are yeah. diamonds oh, and spades are used are like uh, are the, using the three D. Like it's obviously that sequence. Somebody had got a motion capture suite and was like, "I've got a banging idea for this." <laughs> they um, all the three D models are made of the the suit symbols as well. So like the baddies are just made out of loads of black spades all mm. stitched together to form the suits and things. And like when he punches them, they sort of fracture apart, and you can see that they're made up of like clubs or diamonds or whatever it's probably, really nice probably done. the one bad thing about it though is that the the theme for, for casino royale wasn't immediately one that i mean i re-watched it over the weekend with the with the missus in preparation I mean, for I've, this. I've got to say it sounds like you're about to say something massively wrong yeah uh, i was no, thinking not, that i'm not going to say massively wrong i'm saying it was unexpected i was i was expecting um well, I, I didn't really know what to expect. All I know at the time, and I'm rewatching it again, I, I never expect that theme song to be the one that plays over Casino Royale, but it's actually... I'll, I'll let you off, yeah. I was yeah. Gonna say, it's not what I was expecting at all, but yeah. it's a fucking banger. It's, 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 what, it's great. On uh, No Dogs in Space, they, they when they're talking about the damned, they called them the masters of the delayed, oh, fuck yeah, which is a song that starts kind of slow, and you go, okay, okay, and then you get to the chorus, and you're like, oh, fuck yes. And that is what the theme tune is as well. And that's why it doesn't quite, you're like, you kind of eases you into it and it gets to the chorus and then just explodes. Yeah. I, 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 I let you in. It's the best Bond theme where it's not actually naming the film. Because yes. all, all the other good mm. Bond themes always nobody reference the film. I'm going to say this is better than nobody it's, does it better. I mean, okay. It references the film, but mm. it's, it's not, it's not the name of the song. Yeah. Yeah. I just have to say, I think this is well, okay. My opinion is that this is the best one that doesn't actually. So it was you know the... my name, yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, but written by Dan like, Arnold as well. When when they're announcing who's going to do the new Bond theme, it's basically now it's a bit like who's popular, who the kids are into yeah. right now. Whereas nobody really had any idea who they were going to get then this was... was chris cornell just coming off the back of audio slave as well so we've mm. never heard him really I, I like the the fans of chris cornell will have heard him do things like that but the general public will know him from soundgarden and creepy videos and an audio slave um and probably mostly one song from audio slave as well for that matter the score meanwhile was 
David Arnold, who yeah. had done the score oh, for Tomorrow Never Dies, Die yeah. Another Day, uh, uh, The World Is Not Enough. So he'd done everything mm. after Goldeneye. Mm. Um, wasn't it? This one was directed by Martin Campbell, wasn't it? Uh, or am I completely barking up the wrong tree? I actually don't know who directed. Yeah, Martin Campbell. Yeah, yeah, Martin Campbell. Yeah. Yes. Also directed the previous reboot mm. in uh, in Goldeneye. Yes. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, two for two. <laughs> I mean, mm. two for two. But, like, not not clawing back to that style at all. It's not trying to be Goldeneye. No, mm. it's not. Just like Goldeneye wasn't trying to be a Moore film or whatever. I think, it's very, I think, um, it's like of its time in the same way that Goldeneye was of its time. I think the the, the, the best bit for me is that it, it gives, it, it, recre- it reimagines the double O's as well. Like, mm. double O agents are now you know, painted as almost the elite black ops of MI6 rather than, you know, rather than being suave. Yeah. yeah, rather than being suave, sophisticated spies who sort of seem to operate in a different world to everyone else. Double O's. Yeah, th- they're more bluntly assassins mm. yes. rather than, you know, I can do everything. And they talk about their license to kill in very discretionary mm. terms. It's like it's, a, you know, you're going to be going on missions and actually it's up to you. You're, you are now, because you've been able to pull off two assassinations you know, that were required, mm. you are now able to, you know, you're, you're sanctioned to kill if you th- if feel the threat is enough that you have to do it. Like, you know, it, it Bond even says to Q, I think in Skyfall, mm. um, you know, Q says, uh, Bond says, well, why do you need me if you can do so much damage on your laptop? Mm. And Q sort of flippantly goes, well, sometimes a trigger needs to be pulled. And mm. Bond says, or not pulled. You know, yeah. and it's that kind of level of almost maturity, I think, with this sort of new imagining of Bond, that it's like, he's he's not going to kill if he doesn't have to. He's going to do it if it's mm-hmm. necessary or in self-defence. Which is exactly what he actually does do in uh, the, the opening bit where, the free running. I mean, obviously, the free running was very popular at the time. Still, is very popular. But that's why they incorporated. I remember seeing that and going, "My God, that's ins- insane!" Mm. And it was it was such a good opening run sequence. But he doesn't kill any of the guards in the embassy. He doesn't. He deliberately avoids shooting any of the guards. They are firing at him. He does everything possible not to kill them. So he sort of like yeah, creates the steam. Broken into some other country's embassy. Yeah, hasn't he? and. You know, he he makes the split decision about the uh, the the bomb bomb maker, but it's mm. like, well, I I need this because we need to tr- be able to. I'm clear. Basically, he's clearing up someone else's mess. Killing killing people is not easy in this film as well, and they they, they really emphasize that point. Yeah, that that opening is yeah is a a stunning kind of exploration and study of that. But it's, how it's, he goes he goes further say than that, that. when mm. um when Vesper Lind has to kill the person, and you see how it affects her, like. She she's then like seriously messed up from it, and he yeah. then like there's the whole bit where he joins her in the shower and it kind of yeah I'm not that cool with this either if I'm honest with you like I, I'll pretend I'm cool with it that because you know this is my job but but it is quite difficult and I do kind of get that so uh, let's just sit in the shower in our clothes for a bit shall we and that fight sequence in mm. the stairwell is brutal yeah i mean it is mm. fucking brutal like in the first like five seconds of that fight the the dictator or the the freedom mm. fighter leaders 
um, bodyguard is hurled over the banister and falls like yeah. four floors down to the bottom of this of this um, of this stairwell. And then there's this fucking machete battle and fist fight. Like yeah. fucking, I mean, Bond comes away from that covered in yeah. blood and has to quickly change and then get back to the p- fucking poker table. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's brutal. Like he is. He's so on autopilot. You can see the mm. training, you yeah. know, in in his eyes. Like, it, but it is like you say, it, it, it paints the work Bond has to do as incredibly difficult. And yeah. it, you know, the fact that you're seeing a Bond become more bloodied and broken throughout this film really does hammer that home. That this is this. He's a human man. He's mm. he's far more fallible than any Bond we've seen before. He's not mm. going to walk away from every fight intact. The bit where he's poisoned is genuinely tense as well. Like, yeah, really. and, and he has to get saved, yeah. doesn't he? Which isn't something that really happens to Bond much. Yeah, no, that's the point, isn't it? It's like yeah. for, for the want of a for the want of a dodgy cable, yeah. like, and for the want of someone coming along and reconnecting it, like Bond's dead. That is dead, it is man. so. That's it. It's so stressful yeah. that sequence. And when he's like he's pressing the little button and he holds up the wire, <laughs> and just know that it, all he's got to do is plug it into there. But you just, there's no way he can do it. It reminds me of any time I've been at anything formal and I've desperately needed a poo. <laughs> like it just it just got like that kind of feel like you're sweating you're going oh my god okay uh, if you'll excuse me walking funny out towards the exit <laughs> and the irony really that it's not afraid to show him like yeah. vulnerable not to yeah. so like the, the free running thing at the start if that was roger moore it would be very obviously a body double doing the most amazing parkour like you've this. ever seen or even in the brosnan ones he's like yeah of course he can yeah parasail up a cliff and of course he can surf the biggest waves in the world in hawaii or wherever it is in that opening sequence whereas in this one that goes to the parkour bond just runs through walls yeah because he he obviously can't do that of course he can't do that Hmm. so he just charges through like a bulldozer i i totally forgot about that bit or he takes the lift smash through the drywall i just i laughed out loud because it was this proper like it's because there was like a tiny little gap and the guy's just like through it yeah. how the fuck's he gonna oh he just <laughs> yeah <And he> just... <laughs> but the, the, and then the, you see him bounce down the thing and then uh, Bond looks at him and goes yeah. oh there's a lift and it just hits the hydraulic so it just goes Zoom, and it's it's just it's just a brilliant um, brilliant uh, yeah a different approach what actually I forgot mm. is so good is Vesper she is phenomenal. Mm. Like the quips, the the script is actually really good. The yeah. like the interaction mm. between the two of them, it is yes. fantastic. It the train bit is one of my favorite. The meeting Vesper is one of my favorite bits of the whole thing. And and go, this is goes back to the score. This is why this is such also a good Bond theme. Yes. Is they actually use the Bond theme, the song during it. It's so well done, orchestrated, and so. You know, um, makes it another reason why it's a good bond, mentioned uh, good bond thing. And he Brilliant. is fucking excellent as the chief. And like, yeah. he's so tense throughout the whole film. Like, he is in up to his eyeballs throughout this whole film. And it's just, he is, it, it just, he, Mads Mikkelsen can't help but be cool. But at the same time, he, he portrays kind of like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm cool. Yeah. But, but this is, I'm, I'm fucked. If 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 something goes wrong here, I'm fucked. I am. Um, he's kind of. Is uh, he kind of yeah. fucked? Like it's it's sort of the same with him. He's yeah. not 
pulling off some insane master plan with satellites and nuclear weapons and stuff. Isn't it like he hasn't he already lost a lot of very dangerous people's money yes. and he has to pull so, this off? Yeah, he, he or he's going to get murdered. N- no. So Bond. Oh yeah, that's Bond it. The, the, old, the old airport thing. Yeah. yeah. Mad is because uh, Bond that, He's in. He yeah. owes millions of dollars to people you really don't want to owe yeah. money to. So that, yeah, he was basically he invested all of his terrorist friends money into mm. stocks uh on that uh of the company that made that massive yeah, plane. he was and the idea that, being, that was about the time the a380 was being brought yeah, out the, wasn't uh, it? so he basically shorted airbus stock and then it didn't get blown he up he was head yeah. it, so all that money gets lost and yeah he, he was decides, he was right, hedging okay, against I'm that to fund a, a basically i think it's a 50 million prize pot mm. whatever money i've got left and I'm going to win it all. So I'm going to yeah. win all the people's money as well. So I can recoup. I think he's after like 130 million or something like that. He, he needs to win yeah. 130. And yeah, it's um, yeah, it's very tense. It's, it's a very tense setup. Like you say, there's no, there's no grand plan apart mm. from if I win this money, I'm not going to die. Mm. It turns out later, obviously we find out that he's a quantum agent um, who you know, was basically being used by Mr. White to fund several things that they wanted to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, but of course, losing all that money put him in a really fucking tight spot, which is, of course, why eventually when Bond wins everything, it's only a matter of time before the chief gets his hands on him and mm. uses Vesper Lind as the uh, way to draw Bond out and uh, eventually oh, torture him. The car which flip. Is, oh, the, I mean, the, the, when, when he swerves and the car just... Oh, it's so good. It's but so even well that done. is not done with any kind of amazing shots or slow yeah. motion or anything. It's literally a brutal over in a flash yeah. destruction of this car. And then they drag Bond's blood. Yeah, it's not even yeah. in slow motion, is it? It's just filmed. And like the score drops to silence mm. at that moment. Gone. And you just get because <laughs> he drives that car for precisely about 20 seconds in that film. Yeah. Mm. Like it's it and it's it's so well done because you think there's probably going to be some massive car chase and then it doesn't happen. It's it's and it's, yeah. he is then tortured in exactly the same way as Bond is tortured in the in the novel. Mm. Uh, except in the novel, I think they use a wicker carpet beater. Yeah, uh, resting on the sheet. I think he tortures him with boiling hot coffee and a mm. carpet beater. But with this one, he uses a proper rope carpet yeah. beater. And I think I mean this again is the point is that the sheaf is you know, is such a cold and calculating individual, like zero empathy. He he literally just says, you know, all these interesting ways of torturing people, but actually it's the simplest. Like Mm. I hit you over and over again here and you know, you've only got a certain amount of hits before you're completely fucked down there and you're going to lose that. So you, you have to decide whether you're going to yield now or when it's too late. And like, I love the fact that Bond's conditioning just kicks in and he starts going, people are going to know that you died scratching my balls and everything yeah. like the next couple of hits he's like yeah. no no to the left to the left you know yeah, like, yeah. and just keeps getting hit and hit and hit until he almost breaks down when he hears a girl which mm. I, they don't it's never made quite clear whether that's the sound of screams coming from um the chief's girlfriend being shot by mr white mm. Or whether it's actually vesper lind because they we think a lot of people speculate that actually Lind by that point has already made a deal with Mr. White yeah. to save Bond, you know, uh, to let him live if she gives the password. Can I can I briefly talk about how I went to the secret cinema for this? 
Mm-hmm. It was one of the best things I've ever done. Do you know what was better than this? The Blade Runner Secret Cinema. But this was um, just just awesome. So like it was set up, it was in a warehouse and you're given like a secret mission that you've got to go and complete depending on like what color you're wearing. So if you see other people wearing green, for example, you know they're on the same mission as you. Um, and with like uh, a uh, a fake job that you've got to pretend. So I was, had to pretend to be a record producer. Um, and um, I fucked it up royally. So so they set up like the whole thing in different areas, like they were different areas of the film. So I had to um, trick my way into a crime scene that was the toilet where he gets his first kill. So then you have to steal something off the dead body, basically. But mm-hmm. we ended up accidentally working for the bad guys. <laughs> so we had like the whole thing. We ended up in this room with like all these people dressed like all the main villains, just like going... I don't think this is what we were supposed to do, but you could see what was supposed to happen because every now and then someone was walking around with a briefcase and you had to figure out who was the real person to, to follow with the briefcase. And by the time it got to the end of it, you saw like a hundred people following this one person with this briefcase because they'd sussed it all out. And it ends with like the person climbing up, like to try and escape from this double O agent that's been following them. He shoots the double O agent and says, we're going to need 007 for this one. And then the music kicks in and then the screen comes down and they show Casino Royale. It was fucking excellent. It was just a truly great badass. experience. I say the only, the only, the Blade Runner one was, was amazing as well. Cause it was raining inside a warehouse, which oh, was cool. just, just incredible. And there was someone dressed as Deckard sitting in a noodle bar, just eating noodles. And you had to go and do different things like talk to the stripper i can't remember the name of the stripper and blade runner but it's it was um yeah the, the casino royale one gave me it's probably why and i think i can say this now it's probably why it's my favorite bond film because um, i experienced it in a completely different way that was awesome um, not the Shall only we? person that thinks this no. just quickly uh jamie says good evening sorry miss connery that was a while ago it feels like years ago now jamie don't worry about it mate <laughs> uh dan says casino royale is the best bond film with the best theme tune Phil says, you know, my name is by far the best Bond song. He says, hands down, like, seriously, it's the best Bond song ever. <laughs> Should we get some scores? Uh, so before we rank it, should I just toss out the, um, the, the vehicles? Yeah. So you've got the Aston Martin DB5 that he wins at the beginning, which is a very nice nod. It's also mm. quite a nice nod that it's literally just a DB5. Yeah. There's nothing really else apart from having that wonderful blue and yellow um, uh, license plate which i think is uh actually the native is, is how um that particular i can't remember what country is, is it bahamas mm. I, I can't remember i think that's their license plate i think that's where they are yeah i can't remember uh the aston martin dbs v12 which of course fucking phenomenal car i've got it there i'm not gonna get it out mm. i've got it out earlier um the ford crown victoria police interceptor the ford mondeo 2.5 litre st which i think is fucking brilliant because that mm. is what actually russ said you know, all of these really fancy cars Bond's driving around, what you'd expect a spy to be in is something like a fucking Ford Mondeo. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's the higher car. It is it's the higher it? car before he wins the DB5. Yeah. Um, you've got uh, Le Chief and Mr. White's Jaguar XJ8s, very cool cars. Mm. Uh, and then you've also got a Range Rover Sport. Uh, mm. And you also have, interestingly, I noticed this while I was watching the film, Range Rover Vogues as well, which are driven by Le Chief's henchman when he goes to see the um, Freedom Fighter. Want- They're all in vogues. <laughs> I think it's just like, what a random car to be driving around. With. Do you want the uh, do you want the gadgets as well? 
Yeah, so we've got the Sony Ericsson K800 mobile phone, sophisticated GPS, and 3.2 megapixel digital camera. I have that phone. I, I have one of those. It's a phenomenal that. phone. The ability to take multiple pictures very rapidly. Uh, the microchip implant, he has a chip implanted in his arm so people know where he is at all times. Uh, explosive keychain, remote destination by a cell phone message, and the portable defibrillator. Not that many no, it's not, gadgets. It's not, not gadgets, is it? But he uses all of them. And he has all the antitoxins yeah. and he has all the like, new, uh, anti-venoms and things like that, yeah. Um, and uh, the, that, I think That's a great little touch. They've got like this array of anti-venoms mm. and like, the doctor will tell you like which ones to combine and take or whatever. And uh, I think there's this slidey-outy bit which also uh, hides. So the, the, the car was obviously imported mm. by MI6 and it's obviously got a gun in it so that when he gets on the scene he can, he can get his gun out of that little hidden compartment, which is quite yeah. cool. Oh, that is quite cool, actually. I like that. And uh, yeah, it gets trashed. It gets completely fucked. He drives it for about ten seconds in the whole film, doesn't he? He doesn't exactly. barely drive. I think it's it. the the most flips yeah. over like a physically real stunt, and it was just a classic hydraulic um, mm. pneumatic ram out yeah. one side yeah. of the car. They they weren't going for a record, I don't think, but it just it just fucking went. It's so effective though, it works so well in the film. I, it's I a shame to see a car that cool get fucked up completely. It is a gorgeous. Yeah. I, that that might be my favourite. Like if I could have any of the cars, it might be that one. Yeah, I agree. it was DBS. an awesome one to. I'm sure he drives it more. There is another. I'm sure he, there's another bit he does. Yeah, no, he drives it through the town centre briefly. Yeah, before. I'm not saying that's the only bit. I'm saying that he barely drives it in the film. Yeah, he drives it a little bit true. more that's, than he does. That's the only bit where he's driving it fast. Yeah. He drives it more than he does the DB5, which he literally just drives round the fountain, doesn't he? And back to the hotel. Yeah, up the drive and yeah. back down again. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, another, D- another DBS V12 actually appears in the next film, which hmm. does get a very cool car chase. Yeah, uh, You might have we'll to remind me about that film. We'll get onto that problematic, problematic <laughs> film uh, shortly. We're, we're like 40 minutes in and we're only got through one film. This is going to end up being part four. No, or five no, of, no, okay. no, 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 no. We're going to... No, let's get some storage. We'll crash through these, yeah, quantum of bootlaces. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, score. Well, okay, so... Whatever it is. Should we... We'll do gadgets and car first then. Okay. I'm going to go four for that. Although it's not super gadgety, they're all cool and vaguely realistic and the car is phenomenal. Both cars as well, yeah. In the context of the film, I'm going to give it a four as well, yeah, because it works. Yeah. Yeah, I'm giving it a four. Cool. Right. That might I went with that because that might be the lowest score. Villain, fucking awesome. One of my favourite vill- Bond villains. Yeah, he's really. I love cool. him. He's getting a five from me. One of the only Bond villains, in fact, probably the only Bond villain that dies in the second act. Yeah, mm. and is largely well, isn't even present for the rest of the film. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he gets he gets a four for me. Yeah. Okay. So what did you go, Russ? Uh, I haven't gone yet. Okay. I'm going to go four as well. I think okay. great villain. Uh, love the the blood coming out of his eye as his like signature yeah. defamation. I mean, it's it's not great that all the villains have to be physically deformed in some way. We, not, we, they, know, they need great, to move away then, from that now. <laughs> yeah, well, only, he's also asthmatic. The only film where they don't do that is one of the worst ones. Yeah. So never mind. Um, and uh, yeah, I just love that he's just like a, a desperate for money and going. That's right. I've got a system. <laughs> yeah, which has never ended well for anybody. <laughs> got a plan. Right, Duncan. Uh, yeah, four. Okay. He's a he's a great, but he is asthmatic, so be careful of the asthmatics because we're all mega evil, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, names. I like the names. We've got Lashif, 
We've got uh, Vespa. Vespa Lind. Vespa, Vespa Lind, Lind obviously. Great name. Uh, Solange is the. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Villiers. Demetrius. Yeah. Mr. White. Oh, yeah. Mr. White. Yeah. Rene Mathis. Yeah. Which is a lovely yeah, I like, uh, he's brilliant. I love him. Hmm. Turns out to be utterly innocent. That's and I, I'm, I want to include this somewhere. Jeffrey Wright as Felix Leiter is genius casting as well. It's brilliant. So mm. I kind of want to give it extra points somewhere for that. So I'm going to give it four for names. Yeah. I'm going four as well. Yeah, yeah. it's got a four from me. Yeah, it gets four from me. Okay. <clears throat> Thinking. Team tune. I mean, it's five. It is, it is, it's, it's, it's not my favorite. But it is definitely worthy of the top score I can give it. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's, I'm giving it a five. It's mm. a four from me. Mm. It's a four from me. Okay. But I make up for it with the overall rating. Yeah. Let's go with scores then for the actual film. Ten. Ten. ten out of ten. Ten. I remember ten going to the cinema. It was awesome. It was one of the best. It, no, it was just reminded me of going to see Goldeneye. Like that time going first time seeing Bond again, and the well seeing Bond, and then going two thousand six. Well, ah oh my god, because because the scar, the torture of die another day is still in your head, <laughs> and then you see this, you're like, oh my god, god yeah, that's true. Going from die another day to this, <laughs> Christ, and don't forget, in between then, we've also had. Fucking attack of the fucking no, not attack of the clones. Has an attack of the clones I think happened? It was Revenge anyway, of Sith, wasn't it? Reve- one of the anyway, we've we've had the Star Wars. Hello there. <laughs> oh, had- dear, dear. So that's uh, that's got to have gotten some big big scores. So we can we can it's, zip through these it's, uh, next hundred. Yeah, it go- it went in went in pretty high. There's probably one other film that we're going to wank on for a bit. I think yeah. out of this lot. Uh, yeah. So let's let's get past Quantum of Shoelace, which came out couple of years later yeah. um it did it did suffer from the writer's strike but that's it's a reason it's not an excuse it's nice to see a bond film pick up immediately after the preceding one finishes in the story so you know mm. the first uh, casino royale finishes with him shooting mr white in the leg and then you know the the next film quantum of shoelace opens up with him interrogating Mr. White and Mr. White being brought into MI6. After that, I, could, I honestly could not tell you what happened next. I mean, the only bits that I remember are the opera scene, some chase near a jetty, and then some stuff exploding in a desert, and then some guy mm. being abandoned in the desert. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a confusing mess for me. Um, there, are, there are some great little bits in this film, but what there isn't is an engaging, propulsive plot to link them all up. So that opening car chase through the quarry is great. Um, the opera scene is great. And the escape from the opera as well, where the, right. the score keeps sort of switching from sort of like deadened silence to just heightened operatic singing with the, the chase through the, um, the opera hall. Mm, That's nice. phenomenal. Um, I'm sure there's one other good bit. I quite like the plane chase, whether he's in that, Big old cargo plane, and it's they're getting on. shot at. I, by don't, something. I don't even remember it. I, it but, um, ultimately, unforget, uh, ultimately forgettable for me. Yeah, th- those those bits are good, but they're they're like something you can watch on YouTube, devoid of the context of the film, and get just as much out of them because there's nothing linking them to anything bigger. It went 
so far in the opposite direction of Casino Royale, which, like you say, was very tight and and you know like there was nothing there was nothing hanging off it to being a you know it brought in this global spanning conspiracy quantum you know this whole group of people with colours for last names and it's just I I just found I don't know I mean it's 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 really sad because you know Casino Royale for me is one of is in my top three. Whereas Quantum of Solace is in my bottom three, um, you know, mm. it was it was a very difficult second album I, uh, for Craig. I, I quite like that Bond gets wrongly accused, and so he's told to uh, he actually gets told to rein it in in Casino Royale because obviously he breaks into M. I know we're going back to Casino Royale, but he uh, he breaks into M's uh, house. And he still just goes off and does his own thing, even though he's been told to go back. Um, there's that nice little nod to uh, Goldfinger. Well, it's not that nice, but, you know, um, Strawberry, the name, Strawberry, Strawberry Fields. Fields. Yeah. Mm. yeah, trying a bit too hard there, guys. Can, can I just say, actually, I, you know, just just um, Duncan mentioned something that we didn't, we didn't pick up on, was that um, I genuinely thought that in the reboot... Judy Dench as M, who I always really liked, wouldn't continue as M. So when she reappeared as an imagined, reimagined version of M, you know, far more grounded in the politics, you know, like where at the beginning of, uh, of Casino Royale, she's like disappearing from a, a cabinet hearing on stuff that MI6 is um, super secret black ops. Yeah, doing. I love all that stuff. You know, yeah. it was actually so good to see Judy Dench still as M because it was just like, oh my God, like, you know, they've... And that's more really, like, that's my, like, that's what she would spend most of her time doing mm. if she is the actual head of MI6, whereas all she did in, in the Brosnan era ones was be his boss. Yeah. It was great to, that, that she stayed. She stayed with it, and uh, unfortunately, again in Quantum Solace, I honestly cannot remember what, what she did, what she said. Uh, you know, it, I just yeah, it, to me, I can I could easily move on to the rankings right now and so, estimate this film. So I actually like the idea of Quantum of Shoelaces, yeah. which was the water controlling the water, yeah, great, and okay. and supporting. Again, supporting a terrorist, supporting a coup d'etat. Mm. And I thought, I liked the leaving him in, I thought that was brutal, leaving him in the desert with just oil kind of his own to drink. Oil. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah. I bet Which you, is uh, confirmed in the next one that he, he did drink it yeah. to try and stay alive. I bet you but get then 20 two miles, gunshots. The two bullets in the base of his skull. I bet you get mm. 20 miles before you consider drinking that. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It just ends though, doesn't it? That's the big problem. It just literally ends, and it's like, okay, yeah. that's done. No, yeah. he, he and it doesn't it end with him confronting the um, person who was meant to have turned Vesper. Yeah, but there's no. There's no that's just like a little separate. It. it just literally um, goes, and this is the scene, end, and here's the end. It's ended, and now it's over. And there's no build up to it whatsoever. It no, just it is. Ends. It's very. It goes from a cacophony yeah. to an ending, and then yeah. you're done. Yeah. yeah. Right, should we number this one up? Yeah, just quickly some uh, comments from Paul. Uh, he says, the best description of Quantum I read is that it's like they drew the storyboard in a large pane of glass, dropped it, and couldn't quite put it back together again. Um, and he says, also, shout out to the guy that's sweeping the air. Have you seen this? 
the guy in the background oh, of yeah. one of the scenes <laughs> who's just too, yeah. sweeping the, it's oh, amazing anyway yeah let's 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 uh, score it in terms of gadgets <laughs> by the way just quickly uh sony ericsson c9902 because they obviously had a not, not as good a phone no built-in identification imager uh, uh capable of compiling composite facial image of a potential suspects even when the person being photographed is looking to the side the phone can also receive information immediately regarding the suspect as it also ties to the mi6 data mainframe uh, car wise yeah. oh sorry multi-touch table computer as well oh, nice uh car wise alfa romeo 159 you've got a 156 you've got the dbs v12 a different mm. colored one but still a dbs v12 mm. um an audi a6 a ford car <laughs> hydrogen fuel cell model uh ford edge hydrogen fuel cell model uh ford- wait sorry you can get a hydrogen fuel celled ford car uh well in the film you can yes <laughs> Uh, you got the Ford Bronco. You would be able to get so many traffic cones in there. It'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, you got the Ford Bronco Two, the Jaguar XJ12 Daimler Century, which is actually a fucking awesome car. Uh, Range Rover Sport, Land Rover Defender S90, uh, and a Volvo S40. Hmm. Cool. Gadget let's wise, get... yeah. Yeah, let's get some scores. Gadgets, then. Let's start with gadgets. Two, two from me. Yeah, two. There's nothing, nothing really interesting done with them. Hmm. Uh, yeah two because i don't really remember them uh villain well it's mr green who is green with an e um mm. yeah i mean it's just a bit boring i'm gonna go one it's it's probably it's not really what's well. his name matthew Ulmerich. Yeah. is that him yeah. no that's not him is it uh it is hang on uh yeah Matteo oh it's him yeah. uh he's good and I think he does the best he can with it. And I like the bit at the end where he just loses it and mm. goes nuts, but forgets he's not a very good fighter and chops mm. his own toe off with an axe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. He gets a two. Yeah. That's, but, that's a two. Yeah. It's it's I, I like the his plan should be good and threatening, but it's just really unclear what he's doing all the time. His main henchman just stands around going. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm going one. Yeah, it's getting a one from me as but well. But it's not the actor's fault. No, but still. Uh, two, two. Okay, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's six in total. Names, I mean, uh, one, two, one. one. Strawberry Fields loses points. Yeah, so one. That's too silly. Yeah, for a to one from post sixties well. Bond, yeah. and the fact that they called the main baddie, whose pl- plan is all around the environment and sustainability, they called him Mister Green. Loses them yeah. marks. Yeah, it's one from me. You say one as well, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Tom, a uh, one from me. Okay, Russ, two. Okay, uh, theme tune. Pretty good. I love this thing. Three, an it's absolute a, banger. Yeah, it's a five mm. from me on this it's one. A five. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna say four, <laughs> yeah. but I love it. Yeah. Three. The fact is, came about everything else to do with yeah. the film. Yeah. Down, 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 down. Yeah. Jack White, and also I will not hear a bad word said about Jack White as well. No, it's great, and it it fits nicely. And Alicia Keys with the, um, with the previous one as well. Yeah. It it doesn't feel disjointed going from that to this. It, and it it is distinctly a Jack White song as well. Mm. Like. Especially the the like uh, the bridge of the do 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 and it kind of builds up to the ding ding ding. Yeah, it works really well. Yeah. Oh, it's a five but it's me. got those classic Bondy yeah. elements in it. I'm on a mission for Her Majesty. Yeah, 
so it didn't really do it for me i sort of does and it's on it sometimes doesn't so it actually just gets three from me i like it but it's not it doesn't fit my beans there's so much shite you've given fives to duncan (laughs) that's what i'm like no golden eye is a fucking brilliant song um for your eyes only is a show he's disputing that um i didn't give it a five high score though I quite enjoy yeah. it. Go but, on, we can, yeah. we can, as they would say at work, take this offline. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's, that's, fuck that's that means. Um, film, it's... All right, I'll give it a four I'm then. I'm joking. You got, you got, it's, it's, in, it's in... You didn't give GoldenEye a five, so you're wrong on that. We're <laughs> in a hurry, but please keep arguing. And GoldenEye's not worthy <laughs> of a five. Anyway, let's go... Uh, the overall score of film. Overall scores. Three. Yeah, I want to give it a higher because I, I want to like all the Daniel Craig ones, but I don't like it. So it's a two as well. Yeah, I'm with Tom. two from me, man. Yeah, I really don't like. I'm quite enjoying. Oh, five, five. You see, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, and you're you giving it a three? Did you say, Russ? Opinions. <laughs> I will say, Emma did say about the um, out Royal Albert Hall performance of all of this. She said actually the song was a lot better when it was done in the Royal Albert Hall than when performed by the, the person who wrote it but okay by the cool. person who um, wrote so it yeah four uh, nine <laughs> and uh 12 cool right we're halfway through yeah we're 52 minutes in yeah fucking we're doing it i'm not i don't care if we're going to bed at one o'clock in the morning we're getting this done tonight i'm not doing bond anymore so a few years later out comes skyfall and skyfall is a great film yeah it is from start yeah. to finish bond starts as a washed up double O brought back into the fold. Bear. So washed up. He's reduced to drinking beer. Yeah. Like a fucking player with a scorpion on his wrist. Um, it's that, that is so cool. Yeah. It's so that cool. Scene. It's a bit GQ, isn't it? I'm yeah. really slumming it. Oh God. I, I down really to my wanna, Italian beer. I really want to wank on about how good this film is, how great yeah. it is that money penny is a, is a badass agent. Yeah. Um, and I also want to wank on about how, fucking fabulous the villain is in this mm-hmm. film because he is great a disgruntled double o who's just now making up his own secret missions and living life how he wants to do it um he feels like bond's warped equal um and, it, and it's great it's fucking brilliant there are some fabulous scenes in it fabulous chases fabulous gunfights um and it's a proper return to form and the siege of skyfall manor is fucking fantastic as well yeah it's amazing and so so like small scale mm. compared to your normal climax of a Bond film. Mm. Judy, it's just like, it's just really serious Home Alone. Judy Dench oh, yeah. is, is the Bond girl in this film. She is. Basically, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I love her. Is this the first one with Ben Wishaw as Q as well? Yeah. Yeah, who's phenomenal. Mm. Still can't think of him as anything other than Paddington. Pingu. Right. Well, Paddington. He's, he's Paddington. Yeah, you yeah, know, in in Nathan Barley, he's uh, he's Nathan oh. Barley's little media assistant. I thought you meant the actual Pingu. If Ben Whishaw, what it turned out that I mean, he must have been about three. Yeah, I was about to time. say it was quite a while ago. I think. But as yeah. actually Dan said, you know, uh, I think a while back, you said like you know, Q in the Craig films becomes just as important a part of the team, yeah, as anyone else. Like he's not just you know yeah. Dennis Llewellyn who was brilliant as Q, I'm not saying he's bad, but, you know, being that sort of like cheesy comedy moment where all the things are going wrong in the background. What's the line? 
Q is just a quartermaster issuing him with a gun and a radio. Not exactly Christmas, is it? Yeah, I can do more on my laptop before you've had your first cup of old grey. No, he says, he says, I I wager I could do more damage on my laptop before I've had my first cup of old grey than you could ever do in a year in the field. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what starts the whole like uh, Bond going, what do you need me for? Well, every now and then a trigger needs to be pulled. Mm-hmm. And so uh, gives him the gun with the dermal impr- implant, yeah. so it can only be fired by Bond. That's pretty cool. Um, Javier Bardem is just so good at playing villains, just in general. Oh, he's creepy as well. Like when he removes yeah. the yeah. dental, he's great. And you just... forgive the fact that his plot makes zero sense <laughs> and relies hugely on luck. Yeah, um, but fine, whatever. They do the whole Joker thing with him dressing up as the police officer as well, don't they? So, (laughs) but yeah, it's it's, um, it's a great film. Like, I I don't really know what to say about it. It's kind of oh, Bond's not in the best in everyone's good books again, and he's he's out there, but he's still going to go and do his thing, and he's going to go. The whole point of this film was about going lo-fi, wasn't it? Like so, so it was about yeah. uh, he doesn't get many gadgets. He then it's the DB five in this film again, isn't it? Yeah, inexplicably, the gadget filled DB five appears, which he, he drives to Scotland. Yeah, so like, first, like yeah. that is a bit weird. Like one, that car was real, and two, somehow he's allowed to just have one. Yeah, for personal use. And and the un- most unrealistic thing is he drives it up to Scotland without it breaking down. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, well, seemingly not yeah. needing to stop for fuel. Um, yeah. And yeah, those four-liter engines were notoriously unreliable. <laughs> so it was filmed. Uh, Skyfall House was filmed at the head of Loch Etive, and we were working. This is a dunk dote. No, this might uh, be. No, no. Keep going, Duncan. This could be good. Oh it's not that good we just ended up drinking in <laughs> such a ass uh we met with we met up with some of the support crew and uh, the guys were the guys who were shipping everything around and they said yeah it's they told us exactly the location it was being filmed in because we were based in balahulish and that's just around the corner from it's not exactly around the corner but we met the support crew who were filming at the time they were filming in fucking Lochettive and you couldn't go down to Lochettive because there were all the fucking police and shit blocking also, the road. don't go into that house. That is just rigged. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's explosives everywhere. So Yeah, no, I love it. It's it's basically it's a it's a relationship story about him and M. Yeah. Really. That's sort of the main and also introduces it. Ray Fines as the next M, yeah. Mallory. Which yeah, are, are yeah he's like, brilliant. Like he starts off, and you're like, "Who's this prick?" Yeah, and by the end, you think he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the new M is so cool, man! I wish mm. I was his boyfriend. You and, know, <laughs> <laughs> that great last scene as well. Like he's he's back in what looks like the original M's office. Yeah. It's all gone back to like wood paneling and naval pictures on the wall and stuff like that. Uh, Rory Kinnear as Tanner as well. I know he's in the in um, Quantum of Solace, but he's quite he's very good in this one. Yeah, yeah. he's great. He's yeah. he's one of, he's one of my favourite Tanners. Yeah, definitely. He's much better in this than he is in fucking Penny Dreadful as well. <laughs> constantly banging on about fucking poetry the whole time. It's Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, um, <laughs> should we rank this? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. When the sky falls, <laughs> crumbles. <laughs> Don't touch my balls. I've been singing that uh, 
all night and Sarah just turned the light out whilst I was in the shower because I was singing it because the, the light switch is on the outside. So I've learned not to sing it now. You've got to skyfall. There we go. It's not an easy song to sing if you don't have Adele's range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, what is it? Okay, so uh, gadgets. Uh, Aston and Martin, DB5, Audi A5, Jaguar XJ, Land Any... Rover Defender, Range Rover L322, Land Rover Discovery 4, and Mercedes S400. And it has to get extra points for the fact that they home alone a house as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's getting four from me, yeah. mainly for the home aloning and the fact that it's got the, the DB5 fully tricked out. Yeah. And the DB5 no longer has single barrel machine guns. It has fucking, fucking Vulcan yeah. Gatling guns. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure if the, it, it would propel the car backwards <laughs> at about 60 miles an hour if you actually fired those things. Yeah. Uh, and they so, would take up most of the interior space of the vehicle. It's yeah, a, a four it's, from me. It's a, a, a Foxy four. Yeah, four. four. Four's all round. Okay. Uh, names. I've forgotten what his what um thingy silver isn't it? Silver. silver. I'm going three. They're not particularly inspired. Yeah, I'll go with. I think three's a good score. I quite it's like that. Great to I see do, money. The, the modern films aren't going to do well on the silly names front. Also, do you find out she's money penny until the end of the? You don't find out she's money penny until the end of the film, do you? Uh, but you always kind of assume you knew yeah. she was. Yeah. I mean, it was. They, I think they, it was one of the things everyone knew she was before the film came out. But it's one of those, it's what, um, it's what Nolan wanted to do with the whole Robin look at camera wink thing. But this actually, they actually followed it through and went, no, this is actually Money Penny and she's going to be Money Penny. Well, she's the one that shoots him. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. the problem yeah. at the beginning, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, uh, but yeah, uh, two for the names for me. Two. I'm going to give it a three. Three. Mm. Mr. Duncan. Three. Oh, okay. Uh, um, so we've done gadgets, we've done names, names. we've done villains. I mean, I love this villain. The, the, like, it's a five from me because I will. Javier Bardem won me over with No Country for Old Men, and like since then, like anything yeah. he's in, I'll, I'll watch and enjoy. Say my name. Yeah, I know you remember it. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a five from me. Yeah. He's a good villain. Yeah, I'm going four because his plan relied exactly on a train happening to be going past at the exact right moment for him to drop a quip, which is just unrealistic. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it is, is firmly based in reality. So yeah. yeah. Duncan. Uh, yeah, I go for, I would prefer always like a, a, another accessory villain. If you know what mm. I mean, like there's no on a top type, who would be a great villain? Forget the name. Not really but she's, in this, is there? Yeah, it's not like a pre-level mm. boss. You know how you have the main boss, and then you usually have someone who's yeah, it's your pre. It's, it's him all the way through, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, but it does have a bit where he punches a guy into a Komodo dragon. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Also, the the shooting like where Bond's aim is off, and he, they shoot the the woman as well. That's quite tense. I don't know. Um, so, uh, song. You've got to. Score. Oh. I mean, it's it's inspired a, an ongoing joke on this podcast, As... so it gets a five for me. Oh my god! Wow. Just for the joy it brings me. <laughs> I can't do that. It is a great song. Okay, it's good. It is good, and it's a Shut it's up, a good Dan. Call back to classic. Yeah, class, it's well done. Era. Is it though? Yes. It's just Adele moping about again. 
like she does on every one of her songs. She's not, she's, about. she's not been covers. moping about since her second album. She's all happy now. I don't know. That's why the songs still, are she's good. ruining fucking Cure songs. I can't forgive her for that. <laughs> I look past it. Uh, it gets a four, and you can knock up the previous one to a four as well. Why? So you can give, what's it called, Quantum of no, Shoelaces an extra don't, point. Don't give into pressure, because I'll just keep going. <laughs> Overall <laughs> score for the film. Um... Uh, uh, oh, hang on! I, I, did everyone give a score for it? Yeah, four. Four. I love Skyfall. It it's a lovely because, song. Yeah, okay. It's, you get a four. Russ, four. Four. Tom gave it a five. It's getting a two from me. <laughs> um, God, maths just went completely out the window. It's really easy as well. Okay, cool. Uh, overall score. It's a great film. It's getting a nine. It's getting a ten. I'm going to give it a ten. Why not? I'm going ten. Yeah cracking movie it doesn't get a 10 from me i'm afraid it gets an eight Ooh. <gasps> fair enough um i uh, i was torn i'm torn between like a nine or a ten i'm gonna give it a nine cool. no worries so 29 37 cool Okay then. So, Tom, the last one so far. The last one. Bum, bum, bum. So the last one that we're going to be covering is, of course, Spectre, which uh, was the fourth Craig film. Came out another few years after this one, um, and another few years. <laughs> okay, okay, a few years after that, and um, kind of revealed. It, it was almost like the denouement, really, for everything. all the films that had come before it, kind of tried to weave them all together to show that these were all planned events. I think, I think tried to is the right way of describing yeah. that. It's well. a very long film. It's problematic, yet there are certain scenes of it that are very brutal. But again, it suffers for me, like Quantum of Solace suffered. I find it very hard to actually piece together what was happening and when and why and how it all came together. There were some very cool scenes like the cable car chase was awesome. The bit where Bond is tortured by having parts of his brain stabbed with needles was really cool. I thought Christopher Waltz just cannot see, Christoph Waltz, sorry, cannot seem to act badly ever in anything he does. He's, He's very great. good, isn't he? He's just great, like he is brilliant. But it's interesting that they decided to, you know, bring him back as Ernst Stavros Blofeld. Like, and, yeah. And they, they did the thing that Star Trek tried to do by having him say his name. And then going... But it doesn't fucking mean anything yeah. to anyone that he's saying it to. So this so just like, is yeah. exactly like the Robin moment in, in Dark Knight Rises, where it's like, maybe you should use your real name. Robin, well, that doesn't mean anything. We've seen him not be Robin throughout this entire film. Mm -hmm. It's you're, you're trying to get something that you haven't earned, and that's the same with this. I don't remember anything about this you know, film. Do you know what's really interesting is is I made a massive glaring error in my mm -hmm. notes about this Inspector, which I've ranked. It's not a particularly highly ranked yep. one, but it just said um, Christopher Walken is great. <laughs> Ambition is good. <laughs> Falling short isn't excusable after Skyfall. So I fucking... But Christopher Walken is great, I mean, but unrelated yeah, to this movie. It's totally unrelated. But I do think I'm right in that last sentence. Ambition is good. And I think that Spectre was a grand, ambitious, very ambitious film. 
but falling short after Skyfall was almost unacceptable because they managed to bring the yeah. films back on track after Quantum of Solace and then they fucked it up again, which is a real trying shame. trying to say try trying to link them all together. It just doesn't work, especially after like Quantum of Solace not being able to fulfill its sort of proper narrative role in this being an overarching plot. And it turns out that Blofeld's entire reason for doing this, when he goes, it was me, James, all of it was me. It was all just, a, you know, I'm basically mm. trying to piss you off and make you go mad because it turns out that we were, you know, you, I was the the actual son of the father that you was, it was a, adopted you and loved you more than he loved me. And I've got daddy issues and this is why I've made you suffer by trying yeah, to take over the ridiculous. world with sex trafficking and oil shortages and fuck. And it's like, dude, you need to just smoke some weed and chill the fuck out, man. Like <laughs> you've taken this way too seriously. Like, you know, if you're going to like, you know, leave a shit on someone's doorstep, fine. But if you're going to set up a, a fucking global, you know, world spanning evil empire, um, you've got issues. You've really got issues. And then to scar him up like the traditional Blofeld as well. I just, I lost it. I lost the plot at that point. Just like, oh no. I mean, I don't think you were alone. I'm no. pretty certain this film also did that. It's so. a real it shame. Was, it was, it's too long. It's too wrapped up in its own cleverness. Mm. And uh, yeah, again, like this huge like narrative leaps. There's like the, the bit where they're like, oh, we've tracked Mr. White to this. I think she's like to like one country or something. And the next scene is Bond driving up to his house. Like how the yeah. fuck did you find him? It doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um, but that's only because uh, he he bundles, uh, stumbles into the meeting where they're talking about we have to end the Pale King. Um, that is quite a cool ch- car chase, though. That is a really cool yeah, opening car cool. chase. The fight um, on the train's quite cool. Mr. White returns as well, doesn't he? In Spectre, mm. as far as briefly, remember, yeah, briefly, and then gets yeah. killed. But, but, and they have he, that quite he cool commits suicide. There's like that laden around. with symbolism conversation with them sitting across a chessboard from each other. But apparently, Bond doesn't notice the massive fucking CCTV camera in the corner. The spies yeah. aren't very good at noticing things like that, to be fair. Mm. No, they're that's, not. That's one of, the, one of the things they're famous for. They're not trained to notice when they're being watched. No. Yeah. Or... Uh, Which is really weird, considering in Casino Royale, he notices every single fucking camera. You didn't notice that, huh, James? No. How many do you had? <laughs> <laughs> I've got... I'm, I mean, maybe it was just because it was a rare moment that Emma and I ended up going to the cinema, but that I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was still a good, it was a good fun. It was, I agree, it was too long as they were trying to do too much, but Christopher Waltz is just worth watching anyway. So I just really enjoyed it because he basically saved the film, I think. Um, Barely. It is, it is a, I don't know, it's an interesting plot. The concept that he is the mastermind and that they finished the film where you could just say, that is the film, that is Bond, that you could finish Bond there because he basically walks away and he can be happy ever after. And I love a happy after, ever after um, because I'm a soppy twerp. The bit that actually really annoys me the most is when he's shooting 
he's he's using his pistol to shoot down the fucking helicopter and i can't <laughs> i think it's because it's it's it might be because that is the point that is maybe the straw that broke the camel's back where most of it is uh tenuously like oh come on don't be so bloody daft that would never happen is a bit um, he's meant to be a good shot but he's using a pistol firing <laughs> a moving helicopter while he is on a boat no. like that is like world class marksmanship but he is yeah. he is james fucking bond mm. you know uh i'll go through the cars quickly alfa romeo 159 jaguar cx 75 the Jaguar XJ8, Land Rover Defenders, Range Rover Sports, Discovery Sports, Mercedes S-Class, Rolls-Royce Silver Wraith. The DB5 appears in Q's lab being rebuilt after the end of Skyfall. And, of course, the £3 million prototype DB10, which Bond steals and then eventually crashes in the Tiber, um, is uh, is really cool as well. It has a rear-facing double-barreled gun sticking out of the Aston Martin badge, which Q didn't load with any ammunition, so it's useless. Um, it's got a <laughs> rear-facing flamethrower, ejector seat, parachute, uh, and yeah, as I said, it ends up in a in a river, a very big river. Is it, isn't Batista driving a Lamborghini though? Was it the Jag he's driving? It's a Jag. It's he wouldn't a Jag. fit in a Lamborghini, would he? No. It's a Jag. Shall we get some final scores then? Let's do it. Awesome. Um, okay, then. Let me bring up the scores. You've got to spectre. Okay. This was Sam Smith, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. I don't have a neck. I don't have a neck. <laughs> um, just quickly, though, Dan, Dan says, a little disappointed by Skyfall. It's pretty much undoes change of approach that came with Casino Royale. Then says Spectre, ridiculous villain, the reel of Blofeld being Bond's, Bond's foster brother and mastermind of all these schemes is almost the level of a secret evil twin soap opera trope. Boring love interest as well. Huge step down from Vesperlin. Yeah. Yeah, pretty accurate. I agree. I concur. Um, okay, then let's... Um, gadgets? Yeah. Smart blood. Mm-hmm. Implanted the uh, nanoparticles allows Q to branch to monitor his whereabouts via satellite. Omega Same Master wristwatch. Um, Built in explosive uh, charge, one minute timer. So, um, and an automated uh, Nine Eyes surveillance system, automated surveillance technology system, secretly funded by Spectre and used by C uh, as a means of creating an intelligence network between the U- United Kingdom and eight other countries. There is actually I mean, quite a nice moment where Q gives uh, Bond, where Bond goes, "Can I have this?" The, to the D, about the DB10, and Q goes, "No, you can have this." And he looks at the watch. And he's like, "Does it do anything?" And Q goes, "It can tell the time." <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm. It's, it's it's a two from me on this one. It's for, for gadgets. It's not. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's a two. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a two. Yeah. Uh, gadgets, whatever for this. Yeah, two. Even the cool. DB10 doesn't save it for me. Mm-hmm. I quite like the watch. Three. Yeah, fair play. Um, so that's nine. Uh, villains. It's a, it's a two again. It's a two. two. What a waste. Mm. Yeah. Amazing actor, yeah. but it's just not worthy of it being Blofeld. No. Duncan? Uh, yeah, t- 
yeah too it's just because it's only blowfeld everyone else is like a nameless uh, it's even more nameless than previous ones mm. so uh that's two from everyone um, i think uh n- names like the fact that blowfeld's in it kind of annoys me yeah. So, like, and other than that, his name was Uberhauser, wasn't it? Oberhauser, Franz or Oberhauser. Oh, okay, maybe it gets a few extra point or an extra uh, point. And there was also that. a henchman called Mister Hinks. True. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. get three. Yeah, three from me as three well. Me. Yeah, three from me. Yeah. Uh, okay then. <clears throat> Song. One. Minus one. I don't have a neck. I don't have a <laughs> it's, it's one. It's dreadful. It's the fucking Oh, it's so it's so down the back of the sofa. Oh look what I found. A song that we can use. Bum fluff. It's it doesn't go anywhere. The song never <laughs> you keep thinking Sorry. it's gonna like okay, okay, this is where it's gonna explode and then it just doesn't go anywhere. It drops off again. Boring. It's boring, boring, boring. Didn't he say he recorded it? He wrote and recorded it in about twenty minutes. I can but like believe it. You can only say that if you've just Done a really cool song. song. Yeah. If it if you sounds like a song that somebody tossed off in twenty minutes, that's not a good thing to say. If you say that about Stairway to Heaven, it's different from saying it about this show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they got a total of four from us. So well done, Spectre. Um, and how did how did you get a total of four? Because we gave it one, didn't we? No, I gave it minus one. Are you you really are giving it <laughs> minus one. You really hated that much. Yeah. So it gets a total of two. <laughs> We're really playing with the narrative now, like the last one. Okay, so um, film. It gets a seven from me. I that did enjoy it. It gets a three from me, though. Four. Uh, where is it on my list? 19. So, yeah, that's probably a three. Okay. With that, then, let's add this up quickly. If you guys can just fill time while I do this. So, uh so I had some uh, bourbon biscuits uh, today at work, which were very nice. Okay. Well, what would be really helpful is if Dan had had some sort of computer in front of him that he could be typing these all into. <laughs> That's what I'm fucking doing, all right? And I've done it. So thank you for filling the time. Uh, just quickly, Paul Edge says apparently they gave Sam Smith an advanced copy of the script so he could crap that out. <laughs> <laughs> he knew everything that was going on and he still sang about not having a neck. I mean... <laughs> he <laughs> didn't read that script no I mean there is also the line going we now know what C stands for and like cunt but um, <laughs> it doesn't say, it doesn't say, it that, doesn't though, say does it? that it's coward <laughs> that, like, that would have been better if it <laughs> we, just gone, cunt. we now know what C stands for don't we cunt. he says coward but it's such a pause where you like you know you think it, it's you're meant to think that well you are. If you're I know. Me. We all knew that Duncan beat you. <laughs> so Duncan, that's another one to go in the. That goes in the autobiography. I wouldn't say. Um, I wouldn't say you're in trouble. I'd say you're all fucking dead. <laughs> um. Anyway, should we, do you want? Do you want the from bottom to top how we rank the Bond films? Let's do okay. the definitive one. I'll. I'll give it. Um. I'll give it the. Uh, the sort of the the poignancy that this moment requires. Just bear in mind, we go for an hour and twenty minutes, and I really need a wee. Cool. So let's long this one out then, shall we? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay right. So the bottom in, to top. In last place, Die Another Day. Of course. Yeah, deserves it. Uh, Moonraker, just, just above it. 
Silly. Yeah. Octopussy, just above that. Yeah, also Spe- silly. Um, Spectre comes in below Quantum of Solace. Really? Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that's got anything to do with the fact that someone gave it minus one in one of the No, I, I, I do actually agree with that. At least I think Quantum of Solace was trying. Because it least. was under Quantum of Solace by one point. So uh, your minus one is just trying. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, Quantum of Solace. Use of the two meanings of the word trying there. Yes. Trying do you know what saves Quantum of Solace? Well, it's actually the song. <laughs> quantum, yeah, that's another way of looking at it. The solid song from Quantum of Solace saved it. Uh, Diamonds yeah. are forever above that. Then tomorrow never dies. Then the world is not enough. Man with the golden gun. Uh, world is not enough has been hard done by there. You reckon? It's a better film than that. Yeah, but never mind. Uh, Man with the golden gun. Then for your eyes only, or as I've put, or or your eyes only. Um, <laughs> uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, then brilliant! Thunderball. So we're now firmly in the they're pretty good now territory. Uh, Doctor No. I, I just rewatched Thunderball. They were a bit too in love with the whole underwater filming, and those sequences <laughs> go on way too long. Way too long. <laughs> yes. Um, then v- View to a Kill comes in at number eleven. Oh, classic. Um, then Beautiful. here's the top Great. ten. Okay. From Russia with Love. Excellent. What? That far down? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. They, these are all like these are all good films. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, you only live twice, <clears throat> number nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, License to Kill, number eight. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, Living Daylights, number seven. Classic. Uh, Skyfall, number six. Nice. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay, cool. Spy Who Loved Me, number five. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Live and Let Die, number four. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Golden Eye, number three. Number three. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. That's Ooh. High. Casino Royale number two. Wow. Ooh. And pipping both of them by actually Casino Royale Golden Knight, same points. So it's, okay. it's joint number two. Um nice. pipping both of them, number one with by one point is Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Classic. There you go. Do you know what? I, Goldfinger is phenomenal. Well done, guys. We we got there. And I quite like that list. That's a good list. Yeah. That's a good list. I also love that Goldfinger is still the best Bond film. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like no one you can't surpass it. Yeah. Like you can't like you can't. You can never there'll never be a torturing Bond scene as good as the laser up the balls. <laughs> I love that that's the way he decided to do it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love no, that. No, bit should, we, Alan, should we start with balls the head? First. Balls first. No, I love that bit in Alan Partridge because <laughs> he's not—he's not even trying to like. As he makes a point of saying, he's not even trying to torture yeah. him or anything. He's just trying to kill him. Yeah. So I'm going to do it with this very slow laser <laughs> through your gooch. I love—I love the bit in Alan Partridge where um, where John John the Mancunian builder just goes. I love that bit where he gets the laser up his jaffers. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd make a good Bond, Alan. Do you really think so? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right. So okay. a mere half hour over. That is our Bond films ranked and sorted. And that's definitive. That's definitive. Until we finally see No Time to Die and we'll have to do this all again. Let me just wrap this up then. Uh, so thanks very much for watching. Uh, wave, everyone. Wave just very quickly. Russ and I need to pee, so wave desperately. Uh, and also thanks very much for listening as well. If you hmm. did, thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. If you want to, excuse me, share any of your news, views and opinions on the lists. 
head to our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the handle at TMTOOH. Don't forget that in our Instagram bio, you've got the link to our Discord server where you can go and have a chat with us and various other people who are on there as well. And uh, yeah, there's loads of pods coming. We've got all of these uh, Bond podcasts going to be loaded in one dump. There's bound to be some stuff that Dan might want to very quickly say before Russ's bladder implodes. Um, there's nothing coming out. Im- imploding is the last thing that's going uh, to happen. Next week, we're, next week, we've, there's actually loads of news that we've just been neglecting because we've been waffling on about Bond for six hours. It's not news anymore. It happened a month ago. Yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll do a news episode next week. Excellent. Um, nice. Then, then fun stuff, and then we're going to do World Cup Christmas film stuff. But oh yeah, winner of the World Cup of horror horror icons. Uh, controversial, I think. It, it came down to Bruce and Hannibal Lecter, and uh, Hannibal Lecter won. Ah, interesting. Excellent. Well, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, any, like I said, go to any of our social media feeds and do that. There's a small dog there, um, and uh, we're going to say goodbye. <laughs> that, that is a dog, for anyone who was uncertain. That is, yes. There, we're going to say goodbye to Russ. Ta-ra. We're going to say goodbye to Duncan. Now, babes. We're going to say goodbye to Dan. Goodbye. We're going to say goodbye from me, goodbye from the small dog, and on that note, let's cue the fucking music. Music.